Dixie folks, and a hearty welcome to our drive-in theater. We have a wonderful evening's entertainment lined up for you, one that will provide several hours of pleasurable relaxation and diversion for you and your family. Did you fail to dress up for tonight's show? No tie, an old shirt and slacks, a house dress? Well, don't give it a thought. We're glad you came as you are. We just want you to enjoy yourselves. Don't forget to visit our refreshment center during the intermission or any time. You love the tasty array of snacks we have to offer. So will the youngsters. Everything is quality and mm, so good. We hope you'll make this a weekly visit. Bring the family. Bring your friends. There are always wonderful new pictures to see, delightful snacks to nibble, a gay, pleasant evening for all. Oh, a word of caution. Don't drive over 10 miles an hour in the theater area for your safety's sake. And mom or pop, go with the kids when they leave the car. We hope you have a wonderful time. Come back soon. And that's when I've been over my El Camino and, oh, shit, we're on the air. Hey, everybody, welcome <laughs> to the Haunted Starlight Drive-In. And I'm your host, Steve, and with us tonight, as usual, is Zombie Carl. He's dressed in makeup tonight. <laughs> yeah. And, well, Halloween season is fully kicked in, and me and Carl watch Hellraiser, and... The Cenobites are great. I love the their new look. But you're right. It was somewhat desexualized compared to the other one. Agreed. Agreed. We went through that over the phone, and, and I thought it was a very competent film. Uh, you know, I thought it was well done. But that whole sense of pleasure and... and, 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 and uh, the, the sexualization in the uh, in his original uh, movie, Parker's original movie, and story, is, and story is just so vivid, and it's missing completely in in in, in the remake. Yeah, but I do love how or get more organic than the original. They made the Cenobites look, but. That shows you how makeup has really put, progressed throughout the years. You know, and she did a really good job. Uh, our head, head Cenobite. She did a really good job. Yeah, the priest. Yeah, yeah. Uh, made Doug, Doug Bradley proud, I'm sure. Yeah, she's great. Said so. Well, hope you enjoy this week because this week. We're at the drive-in to watch a movie about a drive-in, so there's sort of like that zen thing going on. But as usual, Absolutely. first, we got us some uh, trailers. And go to Grindhouse Horror Movie Trailers of the 1970s, Part 1, uh, 33 minutes in. No, 30 minutes and 33 seconds in. 30 minutes and 33 seconds. And you'll see a big blue PG. And I looked in there and called. The reason they got rid of rated M is mm-hmm. that people thought that M meant mature, and mature meant dirty movies. So they oh. had to change it. So it's like, oh God, we, you know, because they intended that to be general audiences, 
slightly older or mature audiences, and then restricted, and then the X. Yep. But are you set up? Are you ready? I, I'm all set up, sir. All set okay. up. Okay, okay, ramblers, let's get a rambling in five, four, three, two, one. Hit play now. Got it. We don't know what this is, so this is going to be fun for us, too. Absolutely. Oh, it's some kind of killer kid movie. Oh, is this the children? I love the children. No. Oh, even good, even still is good. Brotherhood of Satan with LQ. Nice. This one sounds. Now this one, Anton LaBay actually did have something to do with. Yeah, this one sounds stupid on paper, but if you watch it, it's a pretty goddamn good little creepy movie. Oh yeah. This is one of the weird crosses between Walking Tall, a modern western, and a witchcraft movie that works. Well, isn't this L.Q. Jones and Albie Moore who did um, Yeah. Boy and His Dog? Yeah, this is a damn good little movie. Uh, is this his first or second movie as director? Mm-hmm. Martin, man. This is so much better than the Devil's Reign. And this is so much better than the trailers make it out to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, but even the trailer, it has a nice, freaky atmosphere. I mean, it's just I love Trevor Martin in this role. He's so good. Yeah. The thing is, is, if you watch the trailer, you think this is just another Rosemary's Baby actress type ripoff. But it's much more than that. Oh, yeah. And yeah, they had to ruin the fucking ending. God damn yep. it. Say 1970, first LKJ, LQJ Jones production. Absolutely. Good. Good fun. Oh, this is the sequel. The reason this one's got such a bad imitation over here is that it was cut to shit. Literally, when yeah, it was. was released over here. We didn't even get I've the uncut. I've actually seen the uncut of this. It's damn good. Yeah. It it ruins the, it takes the funniness out of Midnight Mass. Yeah. Which is one of the best black comedy pieces ever in, uh, and the neat mess has got a hilarious ending, too. The mm-hmm. neat job. 
Mm-hmm. If they're just as good, it's just the sec first one had the better stories. No. And there's your DSRA. Yeah. Well, you ought to expect something. Tom Baker, Doctor Who himself. Yeah. He plays a real asshole in this one. Mm Mm-hmm. And he gets his, too. From Carl Kuiper, the man who brought us (laughs) War and Peace and Dr. Shabago. The psychosexual mind. Torso. They try to make this something it's not, but this is actually a pretty good, creepy little... Jalo, isn't it, Carl? Which one is this? I still don't know. Torso. Oh, torso. Okay, gotcha. You'll see what I mean when they have that stupid stinger. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is a different... Oh, here we go. Yep, there it is. Torso. Isn't this one with Klaus Kinski, I think? No. Oh, okay. What this has is a pretty badass set piece in the middle of it where the killer goes all the way through this house where these girls are having their weekend orgy retreat and kills all of them but one that hides. Oh, yeah. This this one's pushing the envelope. Well, not for 1973-75. This is just your basic R-rated movie. Mm-hmm. But they had to add that psychosexual. I know I've seen this before, but it, it sort of like just melts into every other jello. Yeah, it's and not there, the best. There's nothing it's really. not the worst. Besides that set piece one I'm talking about, right, Carl? Or the girl right. hiding mm-hmm. in the house and everybody else in the house but her gets killed. Yep. Boobies! Yep, definitely boobies. Uh, Susie Kendall. She's the one that... She, she, she's the, she was really one of the first Final girls. Yes. No, absolutely true. Her and Mimsy Farmer. Ah! He's cutting her head off. Without any blood. How, how, how? Gotta wash your hands after that, goddammit. Well, he has gloves on, so. (laughs) But yeah, outside of the 20-minute kill scene, which I just said, this is just another standard giallo. Oh, the last of the hammers. Which we still haven't gotten fully uncut over here. No. 
And it's not that bad. I saw this about a year ago. Yeah. It's not bad. It's a hell of a coda to the Frankenstein series. Yeah. Basically, Frankenstein has gone from being an evil, hated monster to being a respected head of an asylum. And he does his experiments out of boredom, not because he likes it anymore. Right. And Darth Vader, rest in peace, as of this year, plays the monster. David Prowse. Yeah, this is the second film where David Prowse plays the monster. Absolutely. Frankenstein and the monster from hell. The way they were setting this up is that... uh, What's-his-name, the young boy, was going to take over Frankenstein's experiment after this movie. It's Trog. And a better better movie than Trog. (laughs) Yeah. And you don't have Joan Crawford, which is a good thing. This is this is a very long trailer, but it's a very good movie. Before we started getting the full uncut version, this was uh, really one of the lesser looked upon uh, Hammer Frankenstein. Oh yeah, this was probably considered the worst of the series. But by the time this came out, people were burnt out on the Hammer series. And they didn't do anything they could to uh, freshen it up, you know. Yeah, and this is one of Terrence Fisher's last films, too. Yeah. Rated R, this shows you how late it came out in the 70s. Yep. Speaking of the devil, Carl, we talked a little bit about this last week. Oh, my God. Okay, I'll let you shit all over this. Go for it. No, it's it's a good idea, like you said. All of these have good ideas, but... They never did it right in any of them. In this one, they fucked up by uh, putting Santeria in it and... Going racist with it. Not as racist. Not the, the believers is not as racist as this, but it's still bad. You know, I worked on that movie, so I know you worked on it. But do you agree with me? No, actually, I think I think uh, Carla actually tried to make that as uh, as palatable as possible. For the practitioners, but of course it was a horror movie and she didn't have a lot of control and she was pissed. Trust me, she was really pissed over that. But this one is not, this one is horrible. Oh, this one is really bad. Racist, yeah, racism. Girl, find beheaded, third in Central Park. 
It's supposed to be about a Puerto Rican ghost that comes back and possesses a guy and decides to kill white women. And Shirley McClain is trying to save her brother's soul. I want to know how he decapitated those girls with a switchblade. And, and to this day, I don't understand how Shirley McClain was involved in this film. I don't get it. Money. She writes about this film in one of her bullshit spirit guy spirit uh, books. Mm-hmm. That's how you could tell a bad guy in the seventies who wore mirrored sunglasses. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. Awful, awful fucking dialogue, man. This is a bad movie. Bad movie. Go in the corner. Yeah. Incest 2. And Perry King. Or otherwise known as Boris Movie Was there ever a good movie with Perry King in it? Of Joel Delaney. Not a good movie. Not even close. Oh, this is a sick, depraved, sleazy, disgusting little movie. And I fucking love it. Yes, I'm admitting I love looking at Paul Bartell's private parts. Oh, God. I love this movie. Yeah, we both love looking at Paul Bartell's private parts, don't we? Yes, we do. (laughs) The fact that he got that title passed him back then proved that they didn't know what the hell they had. (laughs) I still don't think they know what they had. Even now. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> oh, this may be the darkest part of. I think uh, this and eating Raul is the purest exposition of Paul Bartel's Ed ever put on film. Agreed. Agreed. This one is not known, and I wish it was. Oh. I love him, the gay SM priest. Everyone in that you know, movie, you and I should do a commentary on this. Seriously. Everyone in this hotel is a depraved pervert. And to be honest, I'd be very happy about staying at this hotel. <laughs> yeah. And I love that it doesn't give away the biggest most depraved twist in this movie. I love that when that rat touches the key and gets shot. 
Yeah, the rack is the too. fact that they don't have the full title of this movie. Mm-hmm. Paul, and it is Paul Bartel's private part. <laughs> Speaking of movies that want to be kinky and depraved but aren't. Oh, God, no, never mind. This one is very depraved and kinky. But if you watch this expecting a horror film, you're going to be severely disappointed. Carl hates this. I love it. Right, Carl? Yeah, I'm, I was not fond of this film, no. Right, sure. <laughs> love me deadly. Kiss me deadly. Oh, God. Seriously. Is that um, it? Yeah, that's all. Listen, no. they don't need to show anymore. God, I hate that movie. That's well, almost as bad as Simple Dwarf, not quite. Hey, I like it. Oh, one of those movies I like to see a movie no! about the making of it. Rather than the end the movie. God bless. Uh-huh. Too, too much, there's two movies. I like Natural Born Killers a little bit, and this is my favorite movie by Oliver Stone. Okay, so... This is my favorite movie of his, and then my second favorite is Salvador. Yeah, but Seizure is just, you have to watch Seizure. We can't describe it. We have to be spending like an hour talking about behind-the-scenes stories. Right. (laughs) Don't forget that's the only starring film of Jonathan Fred other than the Dark Shadows Uh movies. This is one we've done before, but one, if you I want to know the real, pretty much the real story of Ed Gein, this is the one to watch. Oh, absolutely. Listen, Durant. Robert Blossoms is so freaking good in this movie. He is Ed Wood. Yeah. No, Ed Gein. Ed, Ed Gein. Gein. Ed Gein, not Ed Wood. God damn it. He's not in Angora's sweater. Yeah. And there's the director himself in that pole photo mm-hmm. looking like a... Well, no, that's Alan Ornsby in the picture. This is the director right. by Bob Clark and Alan Ornsby did all the FX. With assistance, but he tries to claim he did the whole film by Tom Savini. Mm-hmm. Now that is bullshit. Newspapers is all over this. Let's not forget who who does the original uh, uh, voiceover of this, too. Yeah. Carlson. Mm -hmm. Otherwise known as Barry Convex. Oh, here's yours, Carl. You can take this one. Oh, hello. Hello, David Cronenberg. Hello, Rabbit. Hello, Marilyn James. The first two films, this one is the better one. I, you know what? That, that's a hard. That, that that's a hard choice for me. 
I just give it a this one is... inch because Marilyn Chambers gives a better performance in it. You know who he originally wanted for this? Who? Sissy Spacek. She's good. But she they, would have been they... good for it. Yeah. I ain't got a... But Marilyn Chambers is just so good. She knew that she probably wouldn't get this many chances again, so she just acts her ass off. And this is one of the better Night of the Living Dead influenced movies, except that he took it as a contagion rather than a full-on zombie outbreak. Right, and and so to me, it's 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 more of a remake of the crazies. This is more a remake of the crazies, which of course is another Romero film. So yeah, well, <laughs> and no matter how much it's shown in the movie, there's not that many attacks in the movie. No. And that shot is always disturbing for reasons. Mm-hmm. You have to watch the movie to see why. But this is another. This is another must-see. Rabid. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen. It's trailer time is over. Oh no! Now, oh goodness you got gracious! Blu-ray, get it out. But if you don't, go on down to uh, Midnight Pulp so you can watch it without that dirty c word. Now you have oh, to no. you have to uh, uh, get into premium. Not to have commercials, so keep that in mind. That's the way it is, unfortunately. But I will tell you this: Midnight Pulp is worth it for what three ninety nine or four ninety nine a month. Yeah. Uh, and this is Curtis Harrington. Curtis Harrington is a horror film director from the seventies. Who didn't make normal horror films? Are you there yet? No. Oh, I've been here. I'm ready. Okay. And we're going to get into this. And this is 1977 in the United States. And it's PG-13 because they re-released it. But when they they put back the character the Harrington cut because they cut mm-hmm. and try to make this a PG. Yeah, and, and, and the thing about this is is I want everyone to know, I actually have never seen the uncut version. I saw this, and I'll get into it at, at the drive-in. And, and um, so when it was originally released, it was PG. That's where I saw it. But I've never seen this cut, so this, there's and, some of this is going to be. Amazing. And yours was about one hour and twenty minutes, wasn't it? It was, I think, one nineteen or one twenty, something like yeah. that. Yeah. And here we go in five, four, 
three, two, one. Push play now. You're going to see a completely new beginning at the start of this film. Okay. See, that wasn't in the version you've seen, was it? Of well, Midnight Pulp, no, but to mention, yeah. No, I mean, I think I'm a little bit ahead of you. Let me run it there. Okay, I'm on Dimension Pictures, and we're at a Steve Ronquillo, oh, Krantz Productions. Okay, give me to Florida, 1935. Yeah. Florida, 1935, yeah. Okay, good. And this whole romantic-sounding opening isn't there, is it? Yeah, I don't remember this. This will explain a lot to you. <laughs> it introduces Piper Lori and uh, Nikki's character together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember this at all. Yeah, they cut it because they wanted to get to, as they called it, the good stuff quicker. And they ignored what we call the Harris, the Curtis Harrington pacing. Well, Harrington always had a thing about pacing. He he took his time. He sort of lulled you into a, a sense of, uh, you know, you know, just you're okay with it, and then suddenly, boom. And it's not jump scares. It's tightening of of terror and, and, and tightening the grip and all that. See, here we go. In the movie, this right here is only mentioned. Right. And again, I love the camera work and the lighting. And the soft focus. Oh, yeah. See, how how much is explained right there that was confusing as fuck in the version you've seen. Yep. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about about Curtis Harrington. Curtis Harrington started out with a film called Night Tide in 1962, which is a mermaid film of all things that stars uh, uh, Dennis Hopper. Or is but throughout, it? Yeah, but yeah, true. You have a good point there. But this, but as he went along, he just had a really odd sense of of, of uh, films. One of my favorite is The Killing Kind with the young John Savage. But also Who Slew Auntie Rue uh, and, and uh, a bunch of things he did in the 70s. Just unusual film director. 
and really, really like him a lot. And I, you know, it's Piper Laurie. If you don't have a love affair with Piper Laurie because of Carrie, something is wrong with you. Yeah. Am I right about that, Stephen? Yeah. How many gaps did those first five minutes fill in for you? Well, you see, you know, a lot. A lot. Yeah. Sixteen years later. So this is in the 50s now. Yeah. So that uh, that uh, voiceover wasn't in the movie either. Yeah. In the original cut. Yeah. Attack of the 50-foot woman. Nice. And look at yeah, those cards, I man. Mean, yeah, it explains everything that happened. For some reason, the theatrical cut didn't explain shit, which probably mm-hmm. would lead to its bad reputation. Because you're like, what the fuck? Another thing about about Curtis, another thing about Curtis Harrington, he loved faces, and he liked older actors. Yeah. He liked working with older. Like uh, right there. Yep. Was that Stuart Whitman, I think? Yeah, Stuart Whitman. And look how gorgeous the cars are and everything. Oh, oh, they're beautiful, man. (laughs) (laughs) Ha, 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 ha. I love that. How many times have you tried to sneak into a drive-in? No, I haven't. But I've had people who... But my sister has. Well, when I was working at the drive-in, fuck it, we let them in because we'd get money from the... uh, From the... uh, Exactly. Or or at the very, very least, uh, uh, he'd go to one of the cars he knew that had all the beer, like... Give your protectionist a beer. I always get a beer out of it and shit like that. <laughs> hey. And yeah, another thing is that Curtis Harrington loved old film too. Yeah. <laughs> and how often? I mean, you, you get shot. You those to... monsters. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Ours was a little, not as big as that, but it was it was big. It was fucking big. Bring out the bottle. Yeah, I mean, just look how much he's setting everybody up, you know, just uh, before any spooky shit happens. And I love it. He's got like the 50s atmosphere just going around. Hey, there's me and you, Carl. Except you ain't got no cowboy hat on. Nope. 
Uh oh. Ghosty noise. Ghosty noise. Yeah. At least you know why these people, he wants to kill these people now. Right. And, and and for me, I love ghost stories. And to have a ghost yeah, story at a drive-in is really cool. Because that's a last... And, and the fact that Ruby's real sin in this movie is forgiving those guys and giving them jobs. Right. That was about the only fuck-up in the film because you've seen the film off the screen... When he got killed. Right. And of course, Ruby, and take a look at her dress. It's all ruby red. Yeah. And everything's dark. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but at this point in time, I'd, I'd seen, of course, Carrie, and I thought Piper Laurie was sexy as fuck in this period. I don't know about you. Yeah, oh, and I love it. She still has the same 30s car. Oh, absolutely. Even her pantyhose are red tins. Yep. She is the Scarlet Lady. You're not going to like what you see in there. And let's see, a lot of these big, wide open areas like this were converted into uh, drive-ins. Absolutely. These things made hand over fist when they first opened money. Like hand over fist, hand over fist. Yeah, I mean. She's made in the red light right there, you know. Gabby? And she does a good southern accent, except that the swab seems like it's down in Bayou Country, not in Florida. Right. I love it. Start the movie first. Start the movie. Damn right. Wouldn't that what they say if they found one of dead in the prediction movie booth? Get his body out of here. Yeah. Start the movie first. I hope. Look, red sheets, red everything. Yeah, well, well, that was something I noticed right at the beginning when I first saw this. Yeah, was look the at color the pictures. Palette. Look at the 
Peaches and Nikki. Yep. And the reason the sound isn't good, the sound isn't good on mine, is that this was shot for no budget. Yeah, there was. You know, let me check the budget on this. Hold on. I've got it here. Yeah, let's let's figure. T- they say uh, approximately two hundred thousand budget. That's Which seems about, high to me, actually. Yeah. You know what they say? Always report the budget is twice as much as what you spent. So people think you're a bigger budgeted production than you are. That's always been one of the mm-hmm. rules. I could say a lot of the budget of this movie going towards Piper Laurie and him. Right. And, of course, the location, you basically have got one location. You've got a drive-in with a house next to it, just like Norman Bates and and the cars. Well, if you remember, uh, Hitchcock shot Psycho for around uh, 50,000. So I thought it was like 60 or 70, but yeah. Yeah, but still, that... That shit was tighter than the drum. Hey, like, all these. Shit, I'll She's a cheap, she's a cheap lay. Yeah. Yeah, I wish I wish Booty was that cheap. Let's see, core for a half. I would have said not yet. I would have said not yet. Fifteen <laughs> cents for a goddamn uh, Coke. Hell yeah, thirty-five cents. I love the fact that they showed that the house hasn't changed. Is that called Coslo? See another character missing from the long shortcut of the movie. Yes. Oh, that's not Paul Coslo. But still, they cut this movie to the bone because they didn't understand what the fuck was, you know. Oh, 
you know, they're they're trying. You know, the thing is, it's all about atmosphere with 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 Harrington, and yeah. it's all about you know, and, and, and people didn't get that. He's one of those people that just didn't didn't you know connect with 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 the, with the people in charge. How the hell are you supposed to hang a necklace and grope a girl? Yeah, really. You said hands, not lips, bitch. <laughs> Don't do uh, that shit. Dark, but darker than dark. Oh, yeah. Nice. Good girl. Yeah. She kept the necklace, though. Okay, what yeah. is it with the pink shawl on, on, on the guy in the wheelchair? I don't know. I love this. It's just so oh, yeah. creepy and unneeded, but it adds to the southern gothic atmosphere so much that this is a spot where those uh, one, two, three, four, five, you know, those four older guy people committed a sin. And they're living in it. Yeah. The old band. They cut the heart out of fucking uh, her performance yeah. in the version you seen, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember this at all. Yeah. I think your version this is was wonderful. Yeah, I mean, just. Damn. This is wonderful. Yeah. Even if you've seen Ruby, you haven't seen Ruby. And I haven't because I haven't seen this. And she's so good. God damn. And again, it's all atmosphere. Yeah. There, there's nothing that you're seeing that's outright, you know, gore. This is all reaction by the 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 actor. And filler. There's no filler. Yeah. No. Ow! 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 Don't go in the woods, kids. Not exactly the right thing to do. Don't go in the bayou. Is that? To me, I, I love I love the uh, the sound effects, and you're not seeing anything, so that's great. Nice. Oh, that's gorgeous. Yeah. Did they have his full death in the version you seen? 
Uh, not not as much. They did have some of it. I think that's Don Stroud. I'm not sure. I'm not sure who it is. He's not he's not in in the IMDb credits that I saw. Let me try one, one other thing. You see, we're, and I'm going to pause this for one second. We're 22 minutes in, and we're now just first seeing the daughter. Right. And if you've seen the poster, which if you're listening to some blog talk, you can see it. They put her front and focus of the poster and made this into a pure Exorcist ripoff. Which, Which is not. Isn't, no, no, no. This is a true brew pine southern gothic. By the way, that's Lynn Lesser. Oh. But again, look at the faces. There's yeah. something really interesting about the faces. Now, the daughter does not look exactly normal in that fade, too. Nice fade. You know, I mean, I'm reacting to this like I've not seen this before. But you know what? I haven't seen this one before. No, not they cut. No. I've seen this, Will. I was, uh, uh, got. Well, you know, I got the Devils on Blu-ray in a beautiful print. Right. This was probably how you seen that first scene right here, right? Yeah, uh-huh. With this dream sequence. And, and, you know, the thing about it is I am seeing shots I remember. I remember that bed. I remember, you know, and, and, and like, the shot that we saw at the beginning, that whole thing at the beginning, how they're doing this now. You had a little shot. I remember this. I remember the dream sequence. Yeah. But, you know, you talk about, okay, this I remember. Yeah, they wanted to get to this, you know. And when you see his face like that, probably made no fucking sense, did it? Exactly. It's a bullet hole. But this is this has nothing to do with the exorcist. This is a ghost story. This is not a possession story. Yeah. And it makes no sense now that you learned that she was born on the day that her father was murdered. Right. 
So one of the interesting things I got so innocent, you know. Mm-hmm. She really is the so, innocent one here. Oh, absolutely, she's the innocent one here. I love that shot. She doesn't see him in the background, man. I love that shot. The eyes. Now, I was just about to say, I was working at the drive-in, and Howard and I had a conversation. I told him how much I liked Curtis Harrington. And so 1977 comes around. This was the last year I worked full-time at at the drive-in. And he... uh, he actually got Ruby for me. He had to make some, but he got it specifically for me. Now, this, as Stephen will tell you, ran basically in southern drive-ins. It didn't make it up north. It did not make it up north. But he got it for me. You'd agree with that, right, Stephen, that this was much yeah. more southern? Yeah, this ran Southern Days because this ran good with the double features. You know, it's mm-hmm. short. They can fit it on a lot of double features. But it still was confusing as fuck. Because they cut yeah, but he got it for me, and I, I watched it, and even in that cut, I'm saying, I Yo, love this movie. Oh, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. I'm just saying they cut out the meat. They cut out the meat and then half the bone so they could get to the yeah. the marrow. <laughs> right. And, and what I'm saying, even in that cut, I fell in love with this movie. And even the marrow is cut. really the, less, the, late, is the least important part of this film. Well, what they consider the marrow. <laughs> I like that. Now, would you do that? <laughs> you little motherfucker. <laughs> Would you do that shit if you were young? Oh God, yeah. I'd still do it today if I could get away with it. So you finally made the connection that these guys that are working at the drive-in are the ones that killed him. Oh, yeah, in the shortcut. But now they already right. said who they were. Mm-hmm. With the narration. She's rocking that bandana hat. God oh, damn. Oh, she rocks every one of her outfits in this movie. Oh, yeah. We should have Rachel just go crazy about the fucking outfits, man. Yeah. One thing about her is she's all fucking business, man. I like that. Yeah, no I know she's a great actress. But they cut out the really the meat of her performance, you know. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Piper Laurie because basically everyone knows her from Carrie. But yeah, there's a lot she was more to great her. In that. Oh, she's actually fucking but fantastic. But the problem is that she was so good in Carrie that it basically typecast her. And the only one that seen something different in her was Curtis Harrington. 
Curtis Harrington likes strong women in his movies. Oh, absolutely. And that was something I connected with her. You know, Anne Southern in The Killing Kind and so many. Yeah. Now, now, one movie that I do recommend, a later movie that she's in is Hesher. And she plays the grandma to the uh, main character. And she's great in it. But Hesher sucks. I like Hesher. She was in The Faculty. Not she a great movie, there. but okay. It was okay. Now, The Crossing Guard is damn good. needs to keep his ass down in Mexico where he belongs. <laughs> <laughs> then there's The Crossing Guard. You remember that? Oh, God, That's yeah. the one with Jack Nicholson? Movie? Yeah. Yeah, that she has a small role in there, but she's uh, good. She's good in that. And look, she's still she's still taking care of business, gangster style. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's why I love this movie. It was her and and that that whole sense of taking care of business and shit. She may become a legitimate, but she still has that, you know. Mm-hmm. And let, let's not forget she was in Children of a Lesser God. Oh, she was Annie M and Return to Oz. Fuck yeah. That's another 70s movie that was released in the 80s. Ha <laughs> ha! If this has the, the true ending to this movie, this scene will have a lot more resonance later. Mm-hmm. And the other movie that we've got to talk about she was in was The Hustler. Again, she was like third or fourth build. I mean, she was young back then. Yeah. But I prefer that face right there. That, I fall in love with that face in a heartbeat. And The Hustler was one of the reasons that Palma gave her to Roland Carey. Yeah. Never got the the due that I think she really deserved. Well, neither did another actress who died last week, Louise Fletcher. Yeah. Who was so good as Nurse Ratchet that that's all people could see. Yeah. Even in the 70s, we were narrow-sided, ready to put people in those little pegs and holes. That's why much. That's why directors like Curtis Harrington and no-budget directors who could do miracles with pennies would always overinflate their budget. Because once you got typecast as a guy who can make a, a 50 cents look like $500,000, that's all they give you. all they gave you was 50 cents. Yeah. They're like, well, we don't want to spend money. You can make it look good. Another thing I love about this movie is it's the attack of the 50-foot woman. How fucking great is that? Yeah. And a lot of them were complaining. And the, the 
Producers are complaining that we're about 30 minutes in and the possession angle hasn't started yet. Yeah. And there's our other major player. Yeah. Are you surprised how late in the movie they're introducing him? Yeah, no shit. And that's Roger uh, Davis now. 34 minutes and 30, 45 seconds, and he's just showing up. Yeah, really. No, he's no longer acting. He hasn't acted since 2000. But, you know, he was in um, uh, The Education of Sonny Carson, Ruby, and, and Alias Smith and Jones is the, the series that people know him from. Yeah. And the big thing is, is it's hard to edit Curtis Harrington films about making them confusing because he is a deliberate-paced motherfucker. Every mm-hmm. second counts and means something. And, of course, I just want to mention Roger Davis again. Everyone should remember him from Dark Shadows. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, real deliberate. It's like every little block of... Curtis Harrington made delicate films. Yeah, it's very much so. They are not horror films in the terms that, you know, it's no, in your no, face. You have to sit about down. Horror films. I'm talking delicate as in... You remove one little bit, and everything just gets all fucking puzzle, puzzle, puzzles. Yeah, yeah. But I, I was going to say you have to, the way that he works any of his films, is you have to sit down and be patient. Because yeah. every little thing that happens builds to the next thing. And it's like a, it's like a very slow Rube Goldberg machine, Right? But it's done in slow motion, so you have to you have to focus. Yeah, like the whole shooting scene of Nikki at the first in the movie. Right. Very, but yeah, you can't. I mean, he fixes the films where they're tight as can be, but if you cut one thing out of his cut. It's going to be confusing as fuck. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, again, I'm saying the same thing in a different way. That, yeah. that it's constructed that you have to pay attention and really... Edited, too. I'm talking more understand about Understand and just go along for the yeah. ride. Yeah. You know, you can't take stuff out because then the ride isn't complete. Yeah. But can you understand why this, even in its cut firm, played so great in the drive-ins in the 70s and oh, the South? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when this when this ran at our drive-in, okay? I was, uh, I, I was ecstatic. I was so happy. And so was, was, was uh, um, Howard. However, most of our people just wanted to get drunk and laid. So we had lots of people who got bored with it, even in the cut version. I remember Howard's, you know, 
he heard something in between films. Well, they didn't like the film. Fuck them. We loved it. <laughs> yeah. I think they would have enjoyed this longer paced one because they wouldn't be as lost. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he just spent one scene that most people would cut out because it's nothing just to show that he's psychic. Yeah. Oh, and this scene was cut from your version. Yeah. And this is one of the best gags in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You can't even do for yourself. Well, no, that the other scene that I'm talking about is later in the film. But yeah, but it. you Just, can't even do for yourself. I love. But yeah, that movie captured the drive-in atmosphere perfectly. Mm-hmm. And if you notice, she's a ghost living in a haunted house, too. This is a haunted house. There's nothing new in there. There's just memories. See, Nikki, her as a youth. Nikki, 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 Nikki. Yeah. And I didn't say Nookie. I said Nikki, motherfuckers. But, yeah, <laughs> there's just like, see, there's nothing that pictures her and Nikki. There's just the past. There's nothing changed in this film except maybe the dust has been cleaned every once in a fucking while. Yeah. But, God, I look at her and there is, like, sex appeal beyond belief in Piper Warriorness. Well, this is you know, the was... only film that they really tried to make her into, you know... Well, you know, the funny thing is, there was a sexuality with her mother, too, and Carrie. No. She there was. was. Oh, no, free. there was. No. Trust me. Trust me. Trust I know me. you're kind of lick toes. This is the only one where they purposely tried to, you know. Yeah. No, and I agree with you on that. And here comes the sins of the past and the future. Yeah. The first time she's seen a boy her age. Uh-huh. Uh, he's not exactly her age either. But you know what I mean. I know exactly what you mean. I think he's supposed to be 18 or 19. Yeah! <laughs> Bye. Well, Carl, that would be a hello. Hi, how are you? Here, you want some more? <laughs> Not too hard, but you know the thing is, she don't run the lenses, God's sake. She's just uh, she's a she's a piece of work, man. I love this. See, he's the only one who can tell the 
ghost music or the feeling. Mm-hmm. Did you notice where he touched himself on the face? Yeah, got it. That was very got subtle. It, got it, got it, got it. Yeah. What it is is he just touched himself in the face where Nikki got shot in the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, little motherfucker. <laughs> you remember those machines where the cups would come out? No, I was before my time. Oh, this is great. <laughs> How many times did you hear that when you were a kid? I heard that a lot. And here's her come up. Oh, God, yeah. There's a the girl, Carl. <laughs> Not quite. I love it that it's blood. <laughs> she, she's living a past life but that's not a good thing Piper no don't live in the fucking past man yeah there's different meanings to the word haunted house it's like by the way the movie what well, okay, go ahead. Finish up. No, you go ahead. I was just going to mention the jukebox. That's an old Wurlitzer, man. That's that's a classic fucking jukebox. Oh, God, yeah. But what I mean is, like, if you went back to that drive-in today that you worked at and it was still open, I'm just presuming, I know it's closed, that would be like you stepped into a haunted house, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah. It'd be like, all you'd see is the ghost of the past. you fun, you know. Well, a number of years ago, I visited New York. This is after the 80s. Sydney Ots. And yeah. we ended up at a place where we, where I used to meet somebody and we'd write a play. And it was a, a bar called Luz Matukas. Well, it was gone, but the Ukrainian home was still there and went in. And saw where it was. Now, it had been redone, but I could just see the bar. I could just see me and and, and Jeff sitting down with our our, our spottens and, and, and arguing in that. You know, there's probably used to that thing. You know, this is just all that little bit in the poster that they never have a scene in this movie of uh, the little, the young girl with uh, the bullet hole in her head and stuff bleeding. Yeah.
<laughs> yeah. I love it. Little big details to get out in little bursts that most producers and stuff would cut because they think that the movie is too slow paced. Yeah. You know. Well, there's a difference between slow paced and deliberately paced. This is deliberate. Oh, we very deliberate. Yeah. It's extremely deliberate. Like I say, Curtis Harrington, every one of his movies, and I encourage you to watch more, are deliberately paced. Even Night Tide, which is purposely his most obtuse film, is very deliberately paced. Mm-hmm. And if you're very confused at the end of it, then you've actually watched it. <laughs> yes, true. What I mean is watched it and noticed the details the first or maybe second time. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, they had the, yeah. those big speed bumps back then. Jeez. Yes, they did. We had them, too. We had the speed bumps. Yeah, how many fucking uh, cars did y'all fuck up, got fucked up because they tried to go over them going fast? There were a couple. There were a couple, <laughs> that's for sure. Especially if they is low to the ground. But basically what we got... Now, we did a film earlier. We did games, of course. Yeah. Well, on Carl's channel. Yeah, that was on my channel. Uh, he also did Night Tide. <laughs> the Killing Voyage Time. To the uh, Voyage to the Prehistoric Planet, Queen of Blood, Games, How Awful About Alan, What's the Matter with Helen, Who Slew Auntie Rue, The Killing Kind, and then basically Ruby. Now, he did a lot of TV movies that I'm not getting into. I'm talking about... Well, you just told about the best of them. Yeah. What's the matter with hell? I could say the worst. I could say killer bees. <laughs> no, that one's actually competent compared to some. Yeah. Oh no, that's true. And I never did see the Mati Har the Matahari he did. I never did see that. I need yeah. to see that. This was cut out part of that scene where she was talking to Nikki before, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, man, those old school speakers, man. It was sold by the time I got, but they had one of those uh, at Monster Bash. The guy wanted... uh, 50 for it. Yeah. And by the time I got back and decided to pop, it, it was, was so, gone. It was gone. Oh, yeah. But the best ones are the old school ones that had the microphone jacks in the back where you could just, so it would just unplug as well. Right. You, you know why? Those are the most valuable, don't you? 
Why is that? Because you can still reuse them. Just hook it up to your basic uh, yeah. microphone jack and, uh, well, you know, like a headphone jack. This is great. What a great fucking shot, man. That's beautiful. And what those really are, if you look at the back of them, those are the ones with the microphone jacks because of the cords they use on them. And the reason they got the ones with the microphone jacks in was dumbasses. <laughs> and do you know why they failed? Why? Because of the audio files, they realized that once you unhooked them by the hep- the headphone jack, you could take them and use them at home. Right. Which I would have done if I'd seen some of them back then. Now that's pretty standard stuff in a in a haunted house movie, but yeah, they care more about the yeah yeah they care more about the standard haunted house tropes and exorcist tropes. Because, like I said, look at the poster, and I think we've done the trailer to this before. They sold this yeah. as just your basic exorcist ripoff. Well, let me ask you something. How you how are you going to sell this movie? And being honest about it. Because if you're honest about Southern it, people Gothic. aren't going to come see it. No, down south of Southern Gothic. Because you forget, down south. Hush, hush, sweet Charlotte. Oh yeah. Was a bigger hit than whatever happened to Baby Jane. Mm, that's true. But the problem is, is by this time, the southern and northern markets were starting to blend together, and uh, they were looking for more crossover hits than regional hits. Right, and 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 as I said, Howard had to Howard had to work at getting this, because he got this specifically, and I remember him saying it took him it took him like two or three weeks to find it and be able to rent it, and he had to do it through a couple of people so he could get it. It's like this is uh, started when Sun Classic was at its peak, and they always had their different audiences. You know, the religious films, the ESP films, the Bigfoot films, the UFO films. Yep. No, just Motherfucker, for, for don't feel that shit on the counter. God damn it. Yeah, really. Stupid motherfucker. So just so everyone knows about Stuart Whitman, okay, uh, I'll give you a couple of films that he's known from. Yeah. 
I'm looking here. Basically, his his time was in the 70s and 60s. Well, he was in Butterfly, actually. There's one for you. Uh, let's not let's not mention that. Okay, but he was. Huh? But of course, the big one. Come on, the big one. Say what his biggest movie was. Come on. The Wild Stuart Bunch. Whitman. Wild Bunch. No, I was thinking Deanna Cold of the Damned. Oh God, yeah! <laughs> I love that one. Yeah, he was he also in the white puff. Yeah, the white he was Buffalo, in the white Buffalo. Yeah. yeah. Eaten alive. He's the sheriff in Eaten Alive. Oh God, he's in Mean Johnny Barrows. Oh God, Crazy Mama, Shatter. He was Shatter. Now he does a leapist too. We've done that before. Yeah. What's sad is that girl is pretty, but she didn't do much of anything after this. No, she didn't. And she gives a great performance in it too. Yeah. I mean, how much have you? really learn to appreciate the performances more in this longer nuanced version and it look she's wearing different colors yeah she is that's just still red though you know that's orange still a shade of red that's orange damn it that's ut ball orange yeah but if once the red's you're, coming out too it's, away, so. it's red i know if you look Look, the color is totally desaturating from this thing. Right. There's only one color. See, it's orange, but when the darkness, you know. That's right. Which is interesting. And I'm sure that's a choice. Yeah, I mean, well, I, look how desaturated the color is in this scene. Only colors you can see is red. Burgundy, red like, again. A little yeah, bit of white. Yeah, a little bit. Well, it's black. Everything the, else shows it. See, look, now we're in full color with it. Yeah. <coughs> Ooh. So what is that do, thing in? What is that thing say, in the green well, shawl? I don't know. They never oh, do say. Scissors, blood. And a small infant-like. That's an yeah, abortion, my never, friend. Yeah, but they, they don't. Never they do. don't specify it. You're absolutely right. You have to infer it. And look how desaturated the color is right there. Yeah. It's purposely desaturated because you can tell because of how her gown just pops. So, so another thing I want to mention specifically about what we're watching, uh, yeah. we've gone into the color palette a lot, but what we haven't talked about is the sound design and the score, which oh, works. Oh yeah, we talked about together that. Together so well. It's your perfect. It's your basic ghost movie sound effects, but it's not overdone. No.
Those eyes, man. Those are some friggin' eyes. And look, it's darker around them now. All this ties into the original ending of this movie, which your print didn't have. Right. So all this setup probably led to limp deck hanging in the wind. Now, this is fucking creepy. Yeah, was this in the print you seen? If I remember correctly, it was. Yes and no. Yeah, because if I remember, you just see her dancing alone, right? Yeah. It's been years since I've seen this, so you got to forgive me. I, I like I. No, I remember the way it like they that. cut it is so weird. I I I've seen the. VH of the short and the blue of this and the way they cut this was so fucking weird. Yeah. And that's the only thing where you can say it was an exorcist clone. This whole or our, this is the possession bit, which I tried to focus mm-hmm. the entire movie on, which it isn't. No. Oh, God, that that wallpaper is scary. Yeah. That wallpaper's from the 30s, man. Yeah, and it's also a kid's wallpaper. Of course, it's set up as a... Yeah, her room's a kid's room. Even she's making her daughter live in the past. Right. The hypnosis thing goes more with uh, Audrey Rose than uh, the exorcist. But this is always lumped in with uh, exorcist exploitation. You notice that? No, oh, yeah. And I always argue it wasn't. No. It was never. It's not a devil that's possessing her. It's her father. It's a ghost possession. And you see that. I mean, that's, yeah. that's known in ghost realms too. Well, we just seen the trailer for one of the crappiest ones. Right. The possession of Joel Delaney. 
This goes around with Audrey Rose, Frida Proud, Joe Delaney. You're actually doing a good job here. So the one thing I can say about this, being a, a film that's set in a drive-in, we saw this in a drive-in, seeing this longer cut, I don't think this would have run well, even. Not not in my drive-in, because it's just, it's it's too deliberate for them. I love it. I love a, a movie like this. That's great shit. Nicely done. I don't think so. I I I I don't think it's gonna be fine. But, you know, I do see the idea that this last section of it is, is a, quote, a possession film. But it's not. By the way, have you noticed everyone fucking drinks in this movie? A lot. Okay, just to let everyone know, I just got a message from Stephen. Power went out down here, so I'm going to finish this out, and uh, hopefully this will come through. Again, here we have a situation where, where, you know, we just had a big scare, and we have another scene which is much more quiet. Now you get the uh now you're getting the uh 
absolute uh, reason for all this. This will give you everything you need. The special effects, not as good as the exorcist. Trust me on that. And boy, that's almost a panty shot, kids. You hear something. Nice. And here we go. It's we're getting to the end here, kids. You know that shit's coming down. And it is. <laughs> 